Welcome to this podcast series where I talk to the artists behind the music I play on my radio shows. I host two radio shows a month on UKCountryRadio.com. One is a country legends, a documentary style show, and the other is the Boudoir Bluegrass Show. Join me while I chat to and get to know the musicians and artists behind the music I play. Listen to their stories and their musical journeys and share some laughter and fun as you get to know the artists behind the music. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I have as my guest this week, Jim Bowes from Jim Bowes and the Flycatchers, who are a father and son band that live in Switzerland. Jim was originally here from the UK. They've had many influences, American folk, country music traditions and guitarists such as Doc Watson, Tony Rice and Albert Lee have all been Jim's influences. So hello, Jim, and welcome. Thank you very much for coming on board. It's a great pleasure to be here. How are you? I'm very well, all things considered. What's the weather like over there? Well, the weather is very spring-like, actually. We've just had a little a little cold snap today and tomorrow with maybe a little snow overnight, but uh, generally the daffodils are out and it's all looking quite green. It make, makes you feel so much better, doesn't it? Coming it out of the winter does. and seeing spring. It always does. I love spring time. Everything's fresh and growing. And... We had beautiful Sunday and then yesterday we had snow and today we've got sun. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. I, I have some friends that I regularly uh, sort of what's up with in the UK. And uh, particularly in Scotland, I saw, saw a lovely photo of snow on the car. <laughs> right, so Jim, what I'd like to know is a little bit about you and the Flycatchers. Backstory, you know, sure. because your father and sons, did you, have you always, have they always played? I'm sure you've been the greatest influence of them, obviously. When did you decide to put the band together? Please tell me, tell me all. Yep, I can tell you the story. I won't tell you all, but I'll tell you the story. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> yeah, I have to save something for next time. Um, so I was playing with a country rock band called Dusty Boots, who the, were the most successful uh, country rock band in Switzerland. We did lots of concerts and tours and CDs, etc., like you used to do back in the good old days. And I joined them in 2007, and we were doing a lot of country-based things, of course. And around 2009, I, I thought I'd make a little instrumental CD of some of my songs, all acoustic, in a bluegrass uh, style, which I did. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a title, and I thought, okay, well, Jimbo's and The Flycatchers, uh, because I have a little bit of a problem with flies. I don't mm. like them. <laughs> Me neither. And... Uh, I actually called the CD Too Many Flies because in the summertime here there are too many flies for my liking. We live in the country and there's often cows outside and of course flies come along with the uh, with the country life. So anyway that was a long time ago, that was 2009 but I always had it in the back of my mind that one day I'd like to play some of these songs live with the, uh, with the kids who were too young then to be playing. Uh, they just started learning instruments. So you fast forward now to 2017 and Dusty Boots had announced that they were going to stop being a band uh, because the leader just felt that we'd reached everything we he wanted to reach and was going to retire basically in 2018. 
So I thought, aha, now may be the perfect time to actually do this flycatcher project mm. with the boys. So we started it in 2017, thinking ahead that uh, once Dusty Boots finished, we'd be able to do a lot more. And that's exactly what happened. I'm sure the boys have great fun playing with their dad. Well, I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> they say they do. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to be the coolest dad. Well, I'm their only dad. Whether I'm the coolest dad or not, I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it, it is great playing with, with kids. It's uh, it kind of a dream come true, really. You all sound so good together as well. It, well, thank you. Yeah, many of my listeners would have been would have heard your songs quite a few times because I do put them into play quite often. But I have to say, I know Christmas is long gone, but I did like your original Christmas songs, "It Reindeer Trot." Oh, that was yeah, that was last last Christmas. We put out the "Reindeer Trot," and actually, that was originally part of Jingle Bells, which we did um, a couple of years ago. And I thought I'd turn it into its own complete song, which is what we did last. Oh, it's fun. Ever so fun. And that's what you guys seem to be all about fun. I've been watching your videos on YouTube. And yeah, you're all about fun, which is what I really like. Now, unfortunately, you had to cancel your tour last year. Obviously, because of COVID, a lot of people have had to cancel their tours. I think everybody has. (laughs) Yeah, everybody had to. Absolutely. (laughs) And I know things are only just beginning to open up. So you're looking probably at 2022 or even later on this year. Have you got any plans? We have, yeah. I mean, we're actually, we had um, we had a tour planned for right now. We were supposed to be on tour now. And that obviously didn't happen. Um, and we now have a week of shows in Switzerland in May. Oh, great. And that is... That, still is up in the air as to whether it's really going to happen or not because at the moment it's still forbidden 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 mm. um and we're sort of crossing our fingers that maybe in in the next couple of weeks they'll actually allow <clears throat> people to go into into bars and venues and and actually allow enough people in to have a, a show um we'll see i would say it's, it's no more than 50-50 chance, really, of that at the moment because it's it's unbelievable, really. I can remember uh, a year ago we did our first online show. And this was, of course, when we thought we were going to be touring mm-hmm. in the autumn. And you can see it's, it's, it's on YouTube and I'm saying, you know, fingers crossed that hopefully by then all this will be over. And we'll be able to carry on some kind of normal life. And who would have thought that a year later we're in exactly the same situation, if not even worse, actually. Yes. So it's very crazy. But um, we do have a, a three-week European tour scheduled for the last week of September, the first two weeks of October. A few more Swiss dates. Then we've got dates in Germany, Belgium, Holland at the moment. Uh, because we have a European agent, but unfortunately we do not have uh, a booking agent for the UK. I can get you um, a connection who will be able to help you. That would be fantastic because uh, we, we, we'd love to play in the UK. We'd love I've, to have you over here. I've had uh, I've a lot of friends in the UK, and particularly people who are into the folk scene, and have said, you know, why don't you come over and do this? And of course it's, <laughs> it's easier said than done from, a, from an audience point of view. Well, but the BBMA, be great, yeah. 
have those contacts for you. We'd love to see you at our festivals and our clubs over here. Well, that's very kind of you. You'd go down really well. Well, we we've we do like playing live. It's it's kind of two worlds really. There's the studio world and the writing, and then there's the live world, and for us they are two different worlds. The live thing is you can kind of let go a little bit more. I love interacting with audiences. Sometimes to the embarrassment of the boys, I say things that I maybe shouldn't say, but it's fun and it, it, it's, a, it's a good atmosphere and we always get people singing along, clapping along. We'd like to play this mix of music, as you've, you've said, it's, it's, it's a mixture of bluegrass, Americana and folk music, all acoustic. And we'll mix it up with some instrumentals and the, the vocal songs as well. From serious songs to silly, fun songs. We have one song that we uh, introduced last year called One More Beer, <laughs> which was specifically written because sometimes it was difficult to get the barman's attention. <laughs> yes. So we wrote it into a song and it worked perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Fabulous. And it's a song that the audience sing along as well, so everybody starts singing along and demanding one more beer. Why not? Why not? No, you've got to have some fun songs. And I'm very much like you. I, I love audience interaction. I, I come alive when I've got a live audience. It's always good That's fun. the main thing. Yeah. Your songwriting. Have you yeah. got any particular favourite songs that you would like to talk about and the history or the story behind them? Well... Yeah, I have a lot of favourite songs. Um, as with most songwriters, their most favourite song is, is usually the one they've just written. Yeah, so tell me. <laughs> so we have, uh, we release new music every month and we have done since the uh, middle of 2017. At least one song a month. So this month's song is a song called You're the One for Me, which is a cheeky little up-tempo song. I don't think you've heard it yet, have you? No, I haven't. No, okay. It's a, send it's a nice, it, send it. I will send it to you. Uh, that's, a, that's a lovely little up-tempo uh, bluegrass folky song. That's a lot of, that's just fun. And then before that, in February, we had a serious song called Crazy World. And that was about the, the current situation, of course, and, and all the craziness we're in. Mm -hmm. I guess one of my favourite songs is a song called uh, Moonshine Whiskey, <laughs> which is a couple of years old now and that is basically a recipe on how you make moonshine whiskey brilliant so you could kind of follow along to the lyrics and make it yourself <laughs> Excellent. Need a I few like more that. details but that's that's basically the the idea we um we made a we often make a video for our songs as well and the moonshine whiskey video we wanted to actually make some moonshine whiskey so i set up a still to prove for the proof of concept and it worked it's, it's not that tricky to, to get it working. It's tricky to get it tasting good and making it not blind you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the actual still itself is, is pretty simple. Gosh, everybody's so going to want to tune into that song when I tell them it's going to be on air. We'll have stills all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, that's, um, that's part of the, certainly in America, in the bluegrass tradition there and in uh, yes. sort of North Carolina and Tennessee and stuff. There's, in the backwoods, they, uh, they love to go moonshining. They do. I used to frequent Tennessee to my friends who live in the Smokies, and they had a friend of a friend of a friend who would always get the moonshine for us. And I used to have 
a competition. There was a couple of us that were just the guy who would supply the moonshine, who was friends of my friends, yeah. and myself. And uh, he would always think, "Ah, oh, you're a limey. You can't actually out drink me on some moonshine." And sometimes I could, sometimes I couldn't. And I've got <laughs> this time that I couldn't. My friends videoed me, and at the end, I I think I lost a whole evening. And at the end of the night of their party, they had to carry me up in a tractor bucket and just dump me on the... <laughs> they got a video wow. of it all. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Moonshine. But I like that song. I, I look forward to that. And uh, your other songs, yes, yeah. please tell me. Yeah, so I do a lot of social commentary songs. So apart from the Crazy World one, I've got one called uh, Don't Follow the Monkey, mm -hmm, mm. which is about people looking at things as a distraction which is what the monkey is mm. so if you put uh, you put a monkey into the picture and everybody looks at the monkey and nobody looks at what else is going on so that's the that's the idea behind that song really uh, then we have a song a ballad that i like a lot called someone tried to explain which is a got a very serious subject about when things happen in a random nature, particularly mm. when people get killed or injured and there doesn't seem to be any reason or explanation for it. And then we would have songs like The Pirate Life. This oh, is yeah. probably, probably our most successful song, I think. It's, that's just a fun song. I, I did a lot of research about pirates because I had a, I'd written a melody and a song and one of my sons said, that, uh, that sounds like a, a, a pirate song. And I thought, okay, yeah, maybe it does a little bit. I'd better find out about pirates. So I did some research on pirates and in the song it lists various pirates and their way of life. I like songs like that. Carolina in the Hay. Carolina Hayride. Carolina Hayride. I knew it had hay I and Carolina in it, that's it. Mm -hmm. Where did that stem from? That, that's one of the original songs I that was on the, the first CD in uh, 2009. And I'd written a lot of, uh, there's 15 songs on this CD. Uh, they're mostly sort of short, two, two and a half minute songs, instrumentals. And it's difficult getting titles for some of these songs because they're, they're just pieces of music. Mm. And you can't really give them numbers like sort of Bach or Mozart did. <laughs> <laughs> So I try to come up with a with a title that's evocative of the of the music, and that particular song just felt to me like riding along on the top of a hay cart in in, in North Carolina. Yes, I can totally get that. Totally get that. Uh, it's interesting, actually. I often say with these bluegrass songs that um, if you want to write a successful bluegrass song, it should either have an animal. Or a state in the title, <laughs> uh, which is why I called it Carolina Hayride. How many albums have you actually made? The, the it's this original CD, which is called Too Many Flies, and then after that, since 2017, we made the conscious effort not to make CDs, mm -hmm. but just to release single songs. So there isn't an actual album per se with all the songs on, because everything is digital. Everything is on. Uh, iTunes and Spotify or all, all the major digital platforms. And so it's just a whole selection of single songs. 
We have a YouTube channel, which has got all of our videos on it. There's a new video for the You're the One for Me, of course, this month song. And last weekend, yes, we did uh, another online festival show uh, that was great, actually. We did it, we played 50 minutes. Wow. And that is now on our YouTube channel as well. That's a lot of fun. It's got all the newer songs. It's got Moonshine Whiskey on it. I want to hear that straight so away today. Can, I'm going to listen yeah, to that one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, it, it was a good show. So it gives a good idea of what we can do. And then all the, all the regular videos, of course, which unfortunately we haven't really been able to do in the last year. I've still been putting videos out, but not making them in the same way as we used to because of the, uh, the COVID restrictions. Can't go out filming like we used to. <laughs> so people can find you on Facebook, which is Jimbo's and the Flycatchers. And they can also yep. get you, they can also go by your website, which is jimbosandtheflycatchers.com. The website is probably a good, well, or, or just jimbos.com gets you there as well. Okay. If it's easy to remember, just one word, jimbos.com. And that's probably the best place to start because that's got links to Facebook. It's got links to all the social media, other social media. It's got links to YouTube. Most of the videos you can actually watch on the website as well and listen to the music. So it's kind of a one stop shop well jim thank you ever so much it's been really lovely chatting to you and it's been really nice to find out more about the artists behind the songs that i play well thank and you so much for asking it's been fun i'd look forward to getting more music and i look forward to hoping you know we can get you over here in the uk as well that would be fantastic yeah it'd be well, great uh, and i can interview you properly all of you yeah or we can uh, play live or you can come over and see us or whatever that's what we will do for sure cool okay right, thanks thank Jim. you so much lynn thank you bye bye well. you have been listening to a lynn nash music and voice production for the bands in the boudoir podcast i do hope you've enjoyed listening and i hope you will come back to listen to further episodes in the future thank you very much for tuning in <laughs>